Setting the mood. You know, feel like I'm on a house party with the last dance. So, welcome to the uh, the smoothest episode of the PBNJ podcast. Uh, this episode is a special episode that that we've kind of entitled. What's the it's title not, again? It's not. What's, Why what's are you again? so damn single? Why are you so damn single? Um, one thing that we've kind of seen, you know, I, we, we, we are, we're not humble when we say we're experts of everything. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of, lot of, lot of single, successful African Americans. Um, this is for you. Yeah. The, so, I mean, we, we're kind of trying to find out like, what's going on? Like, why, why is it, what is it? What is it about becoming successful that automatically makes black people hard to become, like, in a relationship? What the fuck are you doing wrong? Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to keep talking. I couldn't, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, all seriousness. Like, I really, I mean, I, and I think we all know. We'll try it again. We what all, the fuck are you doing We all wrong? know someone who, who has a lot to give to a relationship, has a lot of stuff going on for themselves. Their own house, cars, good credit, good job, all this stuff, and yet they they just can't seem to find somebody that they want to date. What the fuck are you doing wrong? Right, I, it's it's just, maybe they're not doing anything. Oh, okay, if you're not doing anything, then then I mean that's one thing. But I think that, that but they all want to are, date. Yeah, these people are all they, dating. They want like, to they're date. All dating. Oh. Sorry, sorry, we're all here. J Pumper here, Mr. P. B Stacks. We just jumped right in. Right. I mean, this is, I'm about this to is a special this episode. Is a special episode. People right. ask for it. We see it. And I know everyone has one of those female friends, and you say, damn, what's wrong with you? Why are you single? And mm, this is dedicated really. to you. Oh, 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 yes. Yes, we all oh, do. Oh, oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Like, we all know some. He might be to the right of me. You look. <laughs> <laughs> he might be to the I right of me. And to the left of stacks, like right. Don't turn your fucking head. own own house, your own car. Good, good job, credit, good job. Work hard at my job. You work hard. You just ain't got no hair. <laughs> um, but a lot of people don't got that. Right. Well, I mean, I again. I, this episode is dedicated to you, Diddy. That's it. That's not well. No, I'm, we should have interviewed you. I don't think no. you can say we. This episode is <laughs> you, Diddy. you know what? Like, we should interview you. No. Yes, we should. We'll make sure we interview you. We're, you know, we're indirectly we're going to interview him. Like while we're, so we we have some guests that are going to dial into this this episode, and and uh, as we talk to our guests, we're probably going to talk to our co-host also to, to see if what his thoughts are on on being single. Yeah. So people want to know why are you so damn single? Not me. I can give a fuck less. I mean, that's because you have someone. Yeah, pretty much. You didn't. We probably be looking at you like, yo. Nope. Because I'm into women. Who works out all the time and wears gold (laughs) chains and he gets harassed at airports. 
Before we start this segment, I'm look here. I'm tired of getting harassed in airports. What do you mean? Me too. I mean, yeah, what do you mean by harassed? Like, like every time I go on a fucking plane, somebody's like, "Hey, man, you've been working out. How, what do you do, man? Do, yeah. you, do you only bench press all day? Yeah. And it's like, I was in Vegas. Some guy said, "Hey, hey, man. No one said that. Like, uh, how do you get your chest look like that? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but I laugh. But that's the same shit that be happening to me. Yep. It's like the airport is like a neutral zone. It's like go for it. <sighs> Planes take off, you take off too. I, I, I sharing. I can't. Leave next episode gonna be quick. about being harassed in the airport. Yep. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now. Our next episode is gonna be on whether or not are we really African American? Because I'm, I'm, I'm be honest. I'm kind of over this term. But that'll be that's for another. That's another. Another. Yeah. Another you segment. went like. Far, I did. It just it bothers me because I'm like Newton on some when shit. I say successful African Americans, I'm like. What the fuck is an African American? I don't know. I, don't I mean, it was all good time. until you had Fire and Desire playing in the background. I mean, I'm setting the mood, right? I'm setting the mood. When we, that, have the, when we can have we just get into the first in. call? When please, the call's please. Dialing, I, want to, I want them to be relaxed. Like, okay, all right. Diddy, we still going to get you to give us your thoughts. I'm about to fall asleep with this song. Oh, I know, gosh. pretty much. Okay, all right. How about this? Why don't we uh, take a break and then we will jump into our first caller? <laughs> Right. Meanwhile, me and Rick James about to go out here and slay some of these these single ladies. Oh Ain't shit! It right, Rick. Was that Rick? It is Rick. Happy damn. Okay. Rest in peace. Somebody said the greatest singer ever. Rest in peace. All right, we'll uh, we'll be back. This segment of PB and J is brought to you by Beltway One Ninety Three Barbecue Food Truck, where you could go there and get you a mouthful of ribs and bread to go. Just for a measly price of $9.99. Beltway's Barbecue 193 Food Truck. All right. Uh, and we're back. Uh, back with the PBJ podcast. And, and this is a segment that that is very, I know I'm saying near and dear to my heart, this one that I've this cultivated. This is your segment. <laughs> this is a segment I've cultivated. Um, and, and I'll say that, that the, the issue that, that we're going to talk about is one that's prevalent in an African-American community. Uh, and that is you have a lot of successful, uh, African-Americans, um, educated, uh, good credit, good jobs. Um, a lot of things going, going on for them, but, uh, they're single. They, they just, it just, they successful African-Americans just can't find someone that they they deem worthy of dating or they or they find people to date and it just doesn't work um and it's not just men it's not just women it's really both um and so one thing we want to kind of get deeper and we want to dig deeper and we want to investigate is to kind of see figure out what what is going on uh that is keeping successful african-americans uh from finding someone to to spend the rest of their lives with uh, and we have we have a guest today we have uh miss star um, Miss Star, of course, thank you for for joining us tonight. Um, well, thank you for having me. Oh, our, our pleasure. Um, so, so can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, I am an author, an entrepreneur, um, but right now I'm also working in real estate development, and I am just a person that loves life. I love people. I love helping people. And uh, I just enjoy, you know, um, living life. Okay. So let me ask this question. Do, do you consider yourself successful? Do I consider myself successful? Um, 
because I haven't attained all of my goals, I'm going to say um, when it comes to uh, my occupation, no. But when it comes to having peace, having joy, yes. But there's still, there's, a, you know, still um, a lot of ground for me to cover that um, I hope to cover in a short amount of time. So with that being said, success, to me, I would have to say um, it's something that I'm working on. So, so Star, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, sure. you, you mentioned occupation. Is it okay if you kind of give us a general realm of your occupation for the I'm listeners? sorry. I can hardly hear you. I, I can said, hardly hear you. Sorry about that. I said That's you okay. mentioned occupation. Is there any way you can give us like a realm of your occupation for our listeners? To give like basically details my occupation of what I do? Yes. Just put us in the general category. Sure. So as I stated, I uh, work with a real estate developer. Um, I support the CEO in that endeavor, and that's basically the realm of my occupation. I did go to college. Um, I have my certificate and being a paralegal. Um, that's not something that I wanted to do. There are other avenues that I wanted to try out and test, and so that's what I'm doing. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, so here, here's a question, right? And, and, mm -hmm. and open and honest. Um, when's the last time you've been on an, on a real date? Like the, you went out with someone that you enjoyed their time and, and you were like, okay, I really had a good time with this person. Yeah. That's probably two years ago. Two years. Yeah. Two years. Okay. Well, I will tell you that's better. Our, our last person that we asked this question said it had been 10. Um, and oh. again, that was another successful African-American woman. Um, why do you think it's so hard for you to find what, 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 what do you think makes it so hard for you to find quality dates? Well, you know, first, I think when it comes to relationships, I think that people need to uh, take a step back and assess if they are approachable. Um, just because okay, okay, person, let me sign it right there. Now, you said with people, but do, do you? Do you think you that you're approachable? Oh, yeah. Okay. I know I'm approachable. Yes. I make eye contact. I make conversation. Um, but also, you have to be in the realm of wanting to date. After I got on my last relationship, I didn't want to date. Um, I wasn't looking. And I don't believe that I'm the type of person that will look. I will allow the person to come to me. But I will also make myself approachable if that's something that I want to pursue at that time. Does so that make sorry. sense? Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Your last okay. relationship. Uh, yeah. Where did you meet your, your partner for your last relationship? At work. Mm, okay. Okay, so you're open to dating in the workplace. Because no, some, no. some people say it's a taboo. I, that's a taboo. Yeah. Well, that's what some people say. But when you are at a college and you're spending the majority of your days in your life at the office, I don't oppose to it. I do believe that boundaries do need to be set before you get in a relationship, um, you know, because it can be taboo. It can be uncomfortable. It can be awkward if the relationship ends. Right. So, but so if you the, are too, yes. Your relationship mm -hmm. ended, was it was it strange in the office afterwards? No, it wasn't because he left. Oh, he left so, the job? Or yeah, he, he left He left the company. He moved to a different state. Now, now, was that the reason the relationship ended or did the relationship end and then he was like, I got to leave the state because I can't be around you anymore? 
No, because shortly after he left, I ended up getting a job at um, another firm. And just so happened that a position opened up in the state that he was living in. And so since I didn't want to be in a long, a long distance relationship anymore, I transferred. So you ended the relationship. Who ended the relationship? I ended the relationship. You did end the relationship. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, I mean, that, that I think that's a, a one point there is, is you're, I mean, for you speaking, you you are open to dating in the workplace. I know a lot of success, successful women will kind of shy away from that category. Like if there, even there's a guy that they're attracted to at work, they won't, they won't, you know, make themselves available because, it, you know, normally workplace relationships can, can go bad uh, personally and professionally. Uh, but, but let me ask, so, so, I mean, there was obviously there's somebody that you have dated at work, but w- what do you look for in a mate? First of all, um, being a woman of faith, I have, my partner has to have a relationship with uh, the same God that I serve, which just happens to be, you know, Jesus. So what I look for in a mate is someone who is God-fearing, a guy who is God-fearing, um, someone who is kind, someone who is a go-getter, um, because I'm the type of person that always likes to uh, seek out opportunities to better myself. So I need my mate to be that type of person also. I really don't have a specific type, but you know, this, there are just three main qualities, God-fearing, kind, and someone that has initiative. And that's basically it. Okay. All right. So, so you, you said a go-getter and, and I, mm-hmm. I want to ask the question, are you open to dating someone who made less money than you? I mean, I know that you're successful, but, and you, there are other successful people out there, but what if they didn't have the level of success that you do? So when you ask that question, you're basically saying that someone that makes a certain amount of money is successful, right? So I don't consider a person's salary, um, that doesn't qualify them to be in being successful because you can make six figures and be broke and have, be in high debt and feel like you're drowning. So to me, a person that is successful is a person that is content in life that is content in what they're doing, that is able to maintain, um, and that basically, you know, doesn't have any headache, major headaches or major situations like high debt or, um, I don't know, other, other opportunities that, not opportunities, it's not the word I'm looking for, but other situations, that's the word I'm looking for, other situations okay. that no, can No, no, so what you're down. saying is it money, it isn't just money that makes you successful. I mean, you have to be well-rounded in in life, you know, like if, if you have somebody that that may not make six figures, they make pretty good money and, and they're they're financially savvy, then that makes you yes. successful and, and, and stable and stable. You know, right. Right. I mean, you're right, because you, you could have six figures and have bad credit. I mean, we, we all know we personally know people who drive Mercedes Benz and BMWs where the, the spare tire is flat or, or not even usable because <laughs> they, they use the, the spare tire right. is now on the car. Uh, and they didn't replace the spare. And, and, and so there are lots of people out there who have money and, and waste their money. And, and that you're right. It doesn't make them successful. Um, but you touched on another part. And that was uh, you, you, you said that the person that you would want to date would have to um, worship the same God or have the same beliefs that you have. Yeah. Um, now, have you had experiences dating 
someone who, who do not have your same religious beliefs. I did. I did. And it was heartbreaking because I really loved the person and the person really loved me and cared for me. We were actually engaged. But, um, you know, the more that I thought about it, because, you know, a lot of times you let your heart lead and you figure, okay, well, it's okay if you're a Christian and then, you know, they're Muslim, at least that they pray, at least they serve God and they treat everybody right and they're kind. But at the end of the day, when you think about how are you going to raise your family, what what, um, you know, worship service are you going to go to? Um, are you going to continue to go to church and he goes to, you know, mosque or, you know, where are you going to take your children? Is, gonna, is he going to convert? Are you going to convert? It was just too problematic for me. And that's something that um, I didn't want to be engaged in anymore. So I chose to end that relationship as well. Um, but I was really young at the same time. Um, and, you know, age is a factor, too, when you talk about being, quote, unquote, successful and why are you still single? You know, you have to take I was in my early 20s. So. Um, right. So and, and, and is, in your early 20s, you're like you, you have uh, you have plenty of time. Yeah. yeah you're, you're like, like in love. Right? Everything is like dove and roses, right. you know, it just, it um, just, but I just makes me think about Harlem Nights when uh, Red Fox was like, that's a mean pussy to make a man change gods. You know, it's like, um <laughs> I just think about that whenever I think about like, like, you know, when you talk about different religions and, and things, because you remember the white boy who was who was Catholic. And by the time he got done meeting Sunshine, uh, you know, he, he had changed from from Catholic to Baptist and, and everything else. Um, so, so, Star, can I ask you, are, are you a, one of those Bible pushers or do you accept people for who they are? Because I know there are there are some guys who if approach them with hey you have to go to church they immediately like oh i'm out of here are you one of those type like hey every sunday you make it to church or like when would you expect after dating someone that you would take them to church when would i expect after dating someone to take them to church okay so let me just answer your first question no i'm not a bible pusher so i do not beat people over the head with my faith I don't try to coerce them to believe what I believe. I am, I am, you know, I, I do, I am open, right? But at the same time, there's an expectation there, especially when I date, I date with the expectation that this is the person I believe is right for me that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So when you so, date, you immediately, so every person you meet, that may be a potential, are you first thinking that, hey, I, this person might be it, or are you just meeting people? No. So if I meet someone and I, I think we vibe well and we have a few conversations and they seem to be going well, um, you know, if he shows an interest, I have to assess it, right? Like I have to assess the situation and just basically be in my thoughts and then ask him some more questions to see if he can be the right type of person for me or, you know, go out on a couple of dates, but not be committed in anything, So you know, just, just be, yeah. So recently I've had, I have a lot of single male friends and yeah. we actually have one in the studio with us. Right. Today. And you know, we get these questions a lot and uh, first date who pays. Did you ask me first date who pays? Yes, ma'am. 
Yes, he should pay. If he's asking me out, he should pay. Second date. I still believe he should pay. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. You just the said whole, you, wait a wait, minute. Wait. I'm going to go back to your notes though. Date. You said, I don't care how much money he's making. Yeah. Uh, he, he could be rich okay, in wait, spirit. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's see for real. Let's see for real. When a guy, when a guy approaches a woman, and with the intent of dating her, he is supposed to court her. He Who is said supposed that? to, excuse me? Who said that? Who said that? Whose society norms are we playing by? I'm sorry. I like you're so Whose society you norms even, are we playing by? You said that. Whose society, it's, it's, a, it's basically a code of honor. I mean, you know, if he, if you guys are dating and he loses a job or, you know, he's just financially strapped one day, there's nothing wrong with the woman paying. But if the guy is courting the woman, he should be the one to pay and, you know, foot the bill if he's asking her out on a date. That's just how it goes. It's just like the unspoken so, rule, so in, in my it's, opinion. It's funny that you say that because I, I was just texting a friend earlier today. I think Tyler Perry did. Because he said that, that it was, there was a woman that, that he's he's been dealing with uh, who who I guess she wants him she wants him to call uh, her more and he's like, oh, I got all this stuff on but I text her and this and that, yada, yada, yada. And, and I, so I said, you know, you're the hunter and, and she's the prey. So, um, you don't see the gazelle running to the lion, right? Like the lion hunts the the gazelle, and I guess it's it, from if if you look at a traditional uh, man woman traditional, traditional the man yes. chases the woman, the man courts. The Is woman. there anything wrong with tradition? There's nothing no. wrong with tradition, but there's always has to be that way, right? And and that's why a lot of women. It are doesn't fighting. have to be that way once the rapport has been established. You know, once you guys are comfortable, but if he's courting her, yes, it does have to be that way. You know, he has to show so her you, okay, okay, that so, he's really interested, that he cares about her. Mm, that So most a, of the guys yeah. that you meet, right, they they court you. Like you, you have you right. found yourself have you in a established, situation. Do you establish that early on? Because I established what early on? I recently had someone tell me, like, he did the courting process. And mm-hmm. after two months, it went south. He said, okay. hey, man, I'm trying to get from uh, GS9 to 11. He said, from now on, all money is in. I'm going to pay for the first date, but we're going Dutch on the rest of the dates. He said, I mm-hmm. need to find a woman who I know is true for me and not for my money. So it doesn't seem like. He's single, too, obviously. He, obviously. But then at the same token, he's not he's not serious. So I don't even know why he's dating because the. He was very serious. If he if he is establishing his baseline early, saying, He's "Hey, look, I, I'll pay for the first date, but I have some financial goals that I'm, you know, maybe I'm trying to buy a house, or maybe I'm trying to pay down my credit cards, or okay, things so that I'm paying, trying to do." So if dinner is just a hundred and twenty dollars, that's not going to prevent whoa, whoa, him from whoa, buying a house. Whoa, whoa, whoa right, star! Right. Too much dip on your chip. One that oh, may not stop you from one dinner. Where you at? The FOMO? If I just bought four dinners this month or say i say i like uh, spending time with you and we go out two maybe three times a week you're talking about 300 400 a week okay. that's that's 1500 you, you guys don't have to go out three or four times a week and it doesn't always have to be expensive you Star, know if but i'm trying to date my, you i'm trying to date you so I yeah should... exactly if you're trying to date me you're trying to date me and then on the and going back to what you said like he's trying to you know 
he's going Dutch the rest of the way because it doesn't seem like the woman's interested. Well, you know what? Did they even have enough conversation? That's the other point I wanted to talk about, too. I think a lot of people go out way before they need to. It's like you have to talk to someone for a good amount of time. I I don't think that people really get to know one another before they just go out. You know why? They go out. You look good. I look good. Let's go out. Right. But not just that. I believe nowadays people are looking for a savior in another person. They are mm. looking for someone to mm. either make them happy, save them for from their uh, the situation that they're currently in, or you know, marry them up for whatever reason. And they're really not listening to one another. So, they're not. So what talking you're saying, what you're saying, Star, is that that the the people already have internal faults. Like they have parts of them exactly. that are already missing and they're when they're dating, yep. they're looking for somebody to, to fill those gaps and fill those voids that probably should be filled by themselves. So they're they're really not in a place where they should be dating at all because they still have some work to do on themselves. Either yeah, fill the gap, fill the void, um, you know, try to nurse a hurt or a broken heart from someone else or, you know, rescue them from so star, you know, the I- situation that they're already in, yes. So we are approaching uh, closely to our timeline, but I have to ask the hard questions. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I have to ask the hard questions <laughs> because okay, our segment is dedicated question? to making you better, right? So mm-hmm. we are considered life coaches, and I do have a life coach certificate. And, and the first Ooh, question I have to ask, I, I actually do have a life coach certificate. Oh, I'm about that. Yeah. Uh, the first question <laughs> I have to ask is, have you ever reached for your wallet on the first date? Uh, plenty of times. Okay, have you, ever you committed, I have, have, have you committed, committed though? No, I was, uh, I was done. I wasn't interested. Uh, I wasn't interested. Okay. No, 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 so no, no, no. I paid for my meal. Star, I, I want you to be interested. I want you to be interested. No, no, she, she wasn't interested in the guy. I know that, right, right, but I want you to be interested in the guy because if you're reaching for your wallet, that means you're just as committed as he is. Well, not necessarily, but on the other, there was an occasion where um, the guy that I was dating did lose his job and we went out. I want two successful people to go out (laughs) and and I would want you to challenge the norm. Right, right. So I want you to reach for your wallet on the second round Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why no, you don't wait I a minute? This is our podcast. You wait a minute. This is our podcast. Okay, now right, you have to be we'll willing to receive, right. Star. You have to be willing to receive. Mm-mm. Why should I change my it's requirement? Not it's not fix? working. It, it, it's not working. For, then, then that person's not meant for me. Then Steve we're not going Harvey to work. has created. I don't care what Steve Harvey has created. This like. This society norm culture, and it's not it's the bullshit. truth. Steve he Harvey said that hey, you need to wait wrote a book, nine months before you women. have sex. You need to do this. You need to do that. You do what your heart tells you. And no, if I you don't. really invested into this person, just try reaching for your wallet. If he really loves no. you, he won't let you okay. pay. All right, all right, all right. Look, we're we're coming to the end of our segment. I, right, oh, and, wait, and wait. Let me. Can I say one thing? Please. One thing. All right. You know, I'm allowing when you to say comes, one thing on our podcast. Go ahead. Thank you. When it comes to relationships, it's really all about what are you willing to do to show the other person that you're happy, that you are, you know, you're into them, you're for them. If I say, I don't think I should pay for a date. Now, I'm not saying that this is how I feel, 
But if I'm talking to someone and I say, you know what, it's a problem that I have to pay because I take it as you're not really interested in me. He should tell me, baby, then you know what, you don't have to pay for anything. I got it. Because if he knows that's a, if that's something that's a problem to me, that it bothers me, then he should do, he needs to do on his end to make sure I'm not bothered by that. So, Does that make so, sense? Uh, my co-host, all right, Diddy has been trying to jump in. All right, wrap it um, up, Diddy. Okay. Come to our time. Uh, okay. <laughs> he's the placebo. So this is like a social experiment, and Diddy is clearly mm-hmm. the placebo. Placebo. Okay. Whatever he says, but... Star, I have a question. You said you wanted a go-getter. What exactly do you mean by that? Do you want somebody that has multiple jobs or the one job Someone not that has or? initiative. Someone Did that you? has initiative. Someone that just doesn't sit and say, you know what, I wish I could do this. I would like to do that and doesn't do anything to pursue that. Because I, I am the type of person, I set goals for myself. And I try to, you know, every single year do something different. Um, so I want someone that does the same thing, you know? So, 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 so here's, here's what we'll wrap up. And, and the thing well, is, Star, you, before you, you wrap it up, say, oh, I'm sorry, Star, <laughs> I would like for you to try a different approach. And then I would What's like for that? you to report back to us. I would like for you to drop the guard and go after the guys mm-hmm. that you actually think fits your prototype instead of waiting for them to come for you. No, I'm not doing that. You have to be able to try something new and then report back and then tell me it doesn't work. Well, you don't work. have a valid point. Okay. Like, yeah, the so, minimum you have to so, try, you at least have to try, try it, it and then report back and say it doesn't it work. If you, if you say, hey, look, I saw why? a guy, okay, I, so, I made myself available. And then you call back in, you say, hey, it didn't work it didn't and this work, is and why, and right. this is why you should quit. I think quit. at a minimum, at this time, I mean, for you to be a, a successful black woman. I hate to give and, advice because life coaches don't give advice. Right, you, you, you have so to try why, at least once. Why are you giving me that advice? Because I just had someone just tell me that he wish he 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 wished that he wouldn't have to always initiate the first contact. He said he's been waiting sometimes for someone to. There are some guys who are just okay, willing right. to receive. Now hold on, pump. This is where I and we I'm need to sorry. get him to call in because the thing is, like as men, we're built to be hunters, right? Nope. And it sounds like a gatherer. Who said that? The Bible. Wait, the wait, man, first I man guess, wait. Yo, yo, yo. You always are trying to butt in. Like, okay, go ahead. I said oh, okay. I, I guess maybe you missed the very first thing that was important on my list. And that is someone that is of the same faith that I am. And so my faith tells me the man who finds a wife finds a good thing. So I need to be found, which means that I need to be out there to be found. I think this is so a I'm not right, going right, right, right. to. We're, we're going to have to do a part two. Like, we're going to have to. Because I think we're getting long, but but oh, I just I'm got so one. Sorry, this is ending. Yeah, right. We will have a part two. We will have a part two. I have one last question though, and that is: <laughs> so, so if if there was a a single successful African American man with a good job, good who's listening, who's listening house, on this show, who's listening on this show, and he were to hunt after you, would you be open to his his hunting attempt? If I'm interested, yeah. All right, there we go. That's all we need. There we go. Um, Star, thank you so much for calling. Thank you, Star, for your feedback. Um, And and here's what we'll do: we're going to schedule a follow up with you so that you can try what 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 Pump said do, and we'll Mm -mm. see how that goes. (laughs) You have to try. I mean, if we're still in the same spot, I'm going to have to find. If we call you back and you call back into the show and you say it's still going the same way, then then okay. But no, um, thank you so very much. And again, we we look forward to talking to you again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. This segment is brought to you by Platinum Clean TP. 
Don't fret when your butthole's wet. Don't gripe after you wipe. Platinum Clean TV will shine your behind. Pick up a pack or two for when you go number two. All right, uh, so we're back, uh, and uh, we're kind of we're kind of going to transition. Uh, you know, we've been working on on our single segment here, uh, and, and we've heard you know from 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 the female perspective, and uh, we'd like to flip that and hit the one eighty and get the male perspective. Not just the male expect perspective, but the man of the decade. From the man, we're going to the male perspective <laughs> from the man of the decade, and 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 sir, I, what I will uh, say is that you know one thing that we've seen with with you know successful african-americans is that they're single like you know we have a lot of successful african-americans um that just can't can't i guess figure out who they want to be with or the people they want to be with it doesn't work um and so we you know one one thing that we picked up from our last caller was that uh she expects men to be the hunter like she she said she will not put herself out there and, and introduce herself to a to a man and and so um, how do you feel about that? Do you, do you feel like you always have to go introduce yourself to a woman, or do you think that it would be nice if a woman once would just herself, introduce herself to you? Uh, so I understand, you and, know, where she's coming from. And we want you to you be know, honest. We want you to be honest. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I'm an 80s baby. I was born in 82. So I truly uh, believe in the old-fashioned um, morals of the man taking that first step. But what I will say is I, I don't mind taking two steps, but if I take two steps, I would appreciate it. If the woman who I'm pursuing would take a step. Okay, um, so, so as far as that step, and so say the bill comes, um, and first date, first date, you got to set the parameters. First date, you know, and you're, I know you're fully expecting to pay, but, but does oh, it show a little bit? That was a lead in. You're doing lead in questions, B sex. <laughs> fully no, expecting to play. This is not a court of law, and I'm able to lead the witness as I see fit. Um, <laughs> you're you're fully expecting to pay. How much does Absolutely. it matter if you even see her reach for her wallet? What does that tell you? I'm not expecting that. Um, and if I see her reach for her wallet, I don't really believe it. I think it's kind of a pump fake. I kind of feel like it's a well, let me see if I reach for my wallet, will he say, oh, do you want to go half? And then, of course, when I say, yeah, sure, let's go half, then I'll automatically be written off. That's in my mind. So are you, you only know? paying just because you want to secure the second date? Uh, I might not want to secure the second date, and but I'm, I always want to be apologize. my name. And I apologize for the yes/no question. No, no, but you make a valid point. No, so and I'm elaborating. Is not going well. Say you're like, oh, I don't ever want to go with this chick ever again. We still, yeah, pay. I'm still pay. We still pay. Yeah, I'm a still pay. Because that's what society because I says. Want my, yeah, I want, I, I want my, I want my, I want my name to still stand. You know, be in good standing. You know what I mean? Because hey, you know, one of her co-workers or whatever the case may be may say you know this guy will oh he's a good guy when i wouldn't want you know there was no issues you know the day, first day didn't go well but he was still a gentleman and I, I just believe in that i mean everything isn't going to end or start you know perfectly but it's how we conduct ourselves in between that well see you i know? think that's how you differentiate yourself right like if the date's going bad 
you don't you you go Dutch and that way like she'll spread the word like yeah I went out with this dude and when he he only paid for his meal and that way if you go out the next chick she'll be like I heard you only pay for your only meal what hold on only pay for my bill because that chick was tripping and I'd be damned if I'm wasting my money on her. Now you look like you might get your meal paid for. Well, so, so, so I want to, I think it's unfair. Uh, like I said, we have listeners and for some reason we have a large single crowd of listeners. Uh, the man of the decade, which would, would you by chance give us your background uh, for the listeners? Uh, maybe one of the previous callers might want to contact him. So uh, just give us a little synopsis. And uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area, Prince George's County, to be specific. Um, went on to Morgan State University. Love my HBCUs. Um, and now I'm a, uh, I'm a first responder. I'm not the police. I'm a, I'm a fireman. Um, worked myself up the ranks. Um, Heavily involved in my community outside of that with my family's nonprofit, Lifting As We Climb. Thanks for the plug, guys. Um, you know, single, no kids, uh, got my own house. You know, I'm established myself. Good credit. And I'm just, yeah, absolutely. I'm just looking. I don't even think I'm looking. You know, mm. right now, to, to, to be honest, I'm just trying to better myself. Are you, know? are you bettering just, yourself or are you just hit that point where you don't have to look anymore. You're just receiving. I'm I'm being honest. Are you receiving? Yeah, I'm receiving. I'm I know it. Let me sign in here because another, another thing that we hear from a lot of our listeners is um, being equally yoked religiously. Uh, so so oh. can I ask what your religious background is? I grew up uh, in a Baptist church. My We were in the church all the time. I was a youth deacon sang in the uh, church choir, played basketball in the church, uh, basketball leagues. How early on in a choir. relationship do you expect to go to church with a new prospect? Ah, I think that varies on how fast you guys are moving. You know, I think it's hard to kind of put a specific timeline on it because some people, you know, you might really <clears throat> hop out the gate to like a really good connection and things might just be extradited or it might be like, Hey, we really weren't feeling each other because our first couple of interactions really didn't go that well, but maybe we loop back around. So I think it's hard to take a, um, I think it's hard to put a timetable on it, but I think once you truly consider that person to be somebody that you might want to be committed to, um, that's when you start those conversations. So I, I'm I'm going to jump in and say that this is this is where I agree. Like I'm gonna speak for myself personally, but but uh, my religion is is very intimate. You know, like I'm I'm not just gonna mm-hmm. bring any woman to my church, right? Like I have to know yeah, this is going to go somewhere. Home to the family. You know, the, right, right, right. Because churches, churches, church is part of your family also. Right. And Absolutely. so you know, I'm not going to just bring anybody you know around my family. And then churches, church is one of those places. Um, Mm-hmm. So I completely understand uh, that 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 is how you feel, and I think that that is one of the things I hear that that could be a disconnect between women and men is that women may wonder why why won't you take me to church, whereas men were like, hey, church is like that's that's like the like if I'm taking you to church, it's because I'm thinking about being with you for for a while, you know, versus you know like oh, oh just because I like you doesn't mean I'm gonna take you to church with me. Mm-hmm. 
what you know. T- to be fair, we had a last week caller who uh, mentioned that uh, church was on her top radar, and as soon as she meets a person, uh, sh- she's strong in her faith, and 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 I cautioned her about throwing the faith out there as soon as you meet a person because uh, it, it could fight people off. Uh, have you had that in your experience, an initial first contact where the faith has been thrown at you? Um, It probably was on my end. Okay. Because I okay. think that's, that's, that's a big part. Everybody has things that they're big on, you know. And, and so for me, growing up in the church, you know, I'm a sinner, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not perfect, you know, I fall short. I want somebody who I can grow with, you know. Um, I think within marriage, all the trials and tribulations that come with it, you guys are going to have to have something that you can fall on be like, you know what, we're hitting a rough patch. We need to get out. We need to just stop right now and pray. So I want her to do the same. Like, hey, I made forget that, you know what, we're kind of, we're kind of wavering a little bit. We're a little bit off course. You know, let's take some time and pray because we need some something bigger than us to guide us. So I absolutely want to, and it's not so much having to be on the same religious background. Mm. You know, I grew up in a Baptist church, but um, I have cousins that um, practice Islam. And I think that that has helped me understand religion um, in a better setting um, because the majority of all religions have so many similarities and very small things that separate them. Right. So, you right. know, I believe if you believe in God, you know what I mean, then I believe in God. And why don't we, instead of going against our differences, let's not, let's focus you know, on what be we blissful have in common. And versus, in common. Right. And then the just respect the difference. I honestly think we might have a matchmate. So, well, hold on. I, I got to ask this question. And, <laughs> I and, think we got a matchmate. Would you, would you date a woman <laughs> is this who a love was, connection? was outside uh, of your faith? It's not a love connection, but it could be. Hold on, hold on. Would, would you date a woman outside of your faith? Would you date a woman that was Jewish or Muslim or, you know, not a non-believer, yeah, but, but, you um, know, she was different? Yeah, would you date I'm a different dating, woman? Faith. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm dating a woman right now who is. Oh, uh, you just killed it for the listener. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. But look, she, she has, look, she has that, to understand that. this. Unless, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we're going to, we have to be honest. That's I just true. told my age, right? I'm 38, I'll be oh, 38. Oh, he's lying. He's had to guess I'll be 38 this February, right? <laughs> he said 80. He said, he said, I am the man of the decade, right? Do you, do I, I would be, I think any female or any male would be foolish to think that somebody's not engaged in some manner with someone else. Someone, right. You know, we're just right. starting out. You know, this is, a, we're in a metropolitan area. It's a lot of, this is not Idaho. You know what I mean? Where your next neighbor is 50 miles away. So I have no problem telling a woman, hey, yes, I'm, I'm dating. There's nothing serious. Um, oh, but yeah. nothing serious. Good thing we're not using your real name so that whoever you are dating isn't going, oh, this well, they, <laughs> they, 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 uh I'm pretty sure they would catch up on my <laughs> on my voice and all that I've given. And that's, and that's another thing. So we could, y'all are going to have me on for longer than a short segment. It's about honesty. If you tell a female that, hey, you know what? 
I just went through X, Y, and Z, bing, bang, and bow. Majority, a real woman and a real man will respect that honesty and start that to be the building on some trust. Because, I mean, hey, you could have lied to me, but I appreciate you telling me the truth. And honesty goes a long way, I think, in relationships, because you have to be naked with one another. And you have to be able to trust that person when you're negative. Like, you know what? I know this doesn't look good, but all the other times when things didn't really seem to be panning out correctly, you know, they went against the grade. They didn't tell me what just sounded good. So let me ask so, you this, Mr. Man of the Decade. Are, mm-hmm. are you following a code or what exactly are you doing? Are you are you taking guidance from a playbook or what are you following as your societal norms to dating? Life experiences, you know. Uh, I look at my parents who are still married, and that's a blessing. I've never seen my parents argue, you know, one day in my life. Um, you know, of course, now older, it's like, you know, Jason, it was it was difficult. Marriage is something that was not easy. We had to work on it. Um, so just... You know, I don't. It's not, I don't go out read books or go to forums or do this. I just go off my life experiences and just try to better myself and let God be my God. I think we have a match, mate. Uh, I think we definitely have an opportunity to connect. Yeah, I think we have uh, a match, mate. Uh, I mean, this is a great think, segment. Um, we'll have to see how this uh, a man of the decade. Would you be open to to beating one of our other? I'd say a phone call. Yeah, let's do like a phone call. If we were call. to do like a, a joint call between you and and. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. You know, it's, I appreciate it's, your time, man. Of the decade, we really do. I would just like to say I, I really appreciate uh, your background. Understand that you know you said you're a junior deacon, and you know you're living in the world. You, you I know I can speak for myself, but I too was raised in the church, and I have a gambling addiction. And my co-host was raised in the church, and he's addicted to porn. So <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> Everybody got to be addicted Jesus walked with the prostitutes right. and the killers and everything, that's right? right. So. That's right. You will that's not right. talk about him like that. <laughs> I'm just Basically. saying, like, we'll be honest. Okay, <laughs> spread right. these lies and blasphemy. Appreciate you. Thank for, you, uh, thank you, man, and for calling in. Thank you so much. All right, brothers, y'all be blessed. Be safe. Me too. All right, I think it's time for another commercial break. Right here we go. All right, back to break. Do you have a baby daddy that you just can't find? Does he owe you child support money? Then come to Legal Needs Process Servants, where we find them and we get them. So we're going to keep things uh, smooth here with this. Uh, we've had a, a pretty good episode. Again, we've got this music. That's right. right. We, we've had a pretty good episode. We, we've heard from a couple single people. We didn't uh, have tonight. a good episode. It was good. I mean, we, we heard we heard directly from single people what their mindset was for, and for I'm gonna dating. Tell you and, and one will remain single. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know because you just said that we may have found a, a love connection. Like, Not with that connection. That, that, you said I it thought about connection. it. Oh, during the break, during the break, you <laughs> thought about it, and, and now it's not a connection. You just a connection. You said it was a connection. Now you're like, oh no, this is not a connection. I don't know. Um, I think I this think, is part one. Yeah, I think this is definitely going to be an ongoing segment because I think there are going to be some other people uh, 
both male and female who are going to have input on this again feel free to reach out to us uh pbnj show 301 at gmail.com uh, that's pbnj show 301 at gmail.com which if you're subscribing to our our soundcloud it's pretty it's the same thing as our soundcloud uh and also if, if you are out there listening please subscribe to our please please subscribe to our <laughs> soundcloud regardless of this subscribe or not subscribers you're gonna rec- keep recording right yep. like you keep giving you this terrible have, ass like, show i have all these wonderful episodes with three subscribers and one of them being my mom <laughs> <laughs> it was a good so, show though if you if you do want to dial in uh us up on email right but i, I think we we're we're I, not that we're on to something, but I think that we're there's there's something that that the, the three of us got something to say. We're we're going to get to the bottom the of it. We're, got we're to going say. to find out why African American successful African Americans um, can't find a reason to be in a relationship, or they can't find people they they feel are deemed compatible to be in a relationship. Um, because uh, if these successful people don't mate, then they're not gonna make babies, and we don't have successful babies that can make okay, babies. Okay, okay. Like we got. We got. I'm saying we got. We got to build it up. All right. Okay. okay. About generational wealth. It takes. Okay, Farrakhan. Just saying, like, <laughs> so that's what it's gonna take. We're not there yet. Nope. Okay. You know, everybody's not gonna be. You know, like, gotta have, like, everyone can't be the Cosby's. Everybody can't nope. be the Cosby's. But there are a lot of Denise's. Or the Winslows. You don't or, want to be the Cosby's. Or, or, you don't want to be the Winslows. What about the Banks? You, you know can be what? The banks. No. Nope. You, you know. Fresh you know what's so yes. fucked up about every okay. one of those sitcoms? What's that? It's fucked up stuff, man. What? The Cosby's bills out here popping pills on people. Okay. All right. What about the banks? You yeah, about the banks? James Avery didn't even like bitches. Oh, that's Did a good point. What yeah. about the same thing? You go same, same thing, thing with, with the Winslows. Winslows. Yep. Shit. Start that one over. Like we need to pick another like oh, sitcom. Gosh. Oh, okay, it right. gets it gets iffy, doesn't it? Right. DL Hughley show. There we go. Well, Bernie well, Mac show. My wife and kids. Wife my and wife and kids. There we go. Okay, all right. Rock. No, uh, I don't even rock? remember what his wife looked like. That that show was on for like thirty minutes. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was like, like three, three years, I think. If we, okay, if we hit rewind, everybody can't be the DL Hoogley show or the Bernie Mac show. I really didn't like the DL Hoogley show. Look, motherfucker, we just looking for successful <laughs> oh, black right. families in media. Successful oh. representations of successful black families in media. That's what we want. That's what we want. All right. Oh, 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 good, oh, good times. Okay. No, because they, they were poor. What's happening? The guy was the ghetto still. All right. The Jeffersons. Okay. And uh, you do know that. The uh, Johnsons. Okay. You do that know, is our representation. Wait a minute. Now. Wait a minute. The Johnsons. Johnsons. You do know a good yes. time. The oh, father uh, never came back. Blackish. He didn't yet. No, he died. He died. They killed the him. fuck he did? That's what he they died. said. No, he died. He died. No, nope. oh, they never James, had a funeral. James out there getting it. <laughs> James Levin wrote a letter like, I'm dead. <laughs> I am dead. All of a sudden, you, James went to California, right? And never came never, back. That's he why. Went, that's why he she, went to California yeah, for the gold rug. Yeah, yeah. That's All why right. she yelled, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, damn. No, it was like, really oh, damn you know James. Right. I'm not going back to Chicago. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Hey, no. I like Florida. I like God. James is dead. Yep. <laughs> I like California. That was the best line in a rap album I've ever heard. Damn, 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 James. Who's that? It. Diddy don't know. I have no idea. Damn, Outcast, man. Damn, damn, James. James.
best album. And we out. All right, everybody. We'll see you. I really miss Prince. I got peace to snap.